Hi guys, welcome to the Hot Hollywood Podcast. I am your host, Travis Cronin, joined by the lovely and talented Miss Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Oh, hi. And Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello. So lovely to see your shining faces and talk about all of the hottest, most salacious, raunchy, and like sometimes a little bit uncomfortable this week, news of the week. This week we have um, Jessica Simpson and Daisy Dukes. We have leaked nudes, don't we always? And, you know, lots more messy celebrity news of the week. But let's start off how we do every week and set our intentions for this week, not to better ourselves nor anyone in our lives or our careers or ourselves or anything like that, but for celebrities. Sarah Huron, kick us off. Who is your celebrity intention for this week? My celebrity intention is for Leah McSweeney. I don't know if you saw this report that she has yet to sign on for season 13 of The Real Housewives of New York City, allegedly because she is not getting the raise between her first and second season that she definitely deserves. So one, I want Bravo to give Leah the money that she deserves. And two, I want Leah to sign on the dotted line because I believe Roni should be filming any day now. They're usually around Labor Day and I cannot watch a season of Real Hustle of New York City without Dorinda and without Leah. So this is like a, a cry. This is a desperate plea for them to figure this out. I feel like in this the time of this podcast, it could pop up on our email that she signed on the dotted line. I felt it from you this time, Sarah. And I feel like it's very possible. Thank you. Gwen, who are you, you know, wanting someone to do or not do this week? My intention is for Miss Jennifer Lopez, currently on holiday, with her fiance, A-Rod, they took a, tr- a private jet to Turks and Caicos, and she is serving up some amazing bikini pictures. And she is 51 years old. She is the greatest body in the universe. And my intention is just for her to like, keep serving it up. Give us some more bikini pictures. I um, wanna see that perfect body over 50 JLo. And if you guys haven't seen the pic, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. And I, and I know the bikini was $400 in hot pink. Is it Dior? Is it Fendi? It was so cute. I just remember that I was just like, oh, God, even her bikini is $400, but her body looks like $400 million, so it's okay. Speaking of hundreds of millions of dollars, it was just Prince Harry's birthday. On September 15th, he turned 36, which is such a happy day, but there's a little bit of drama behind it, but I think you know what happened. So uh, Kate and William wished him a happy birthday on Twitter that said, wishing a very happy birthday to Prince Harry. And then Camilla and Prince Charles said, wishing a very happy birthday to the Duke of Sussex. (laughs) And that is, you know, pretty much, and the queen tweeted, happy birthday, Prince Harry. (laughs) And those were all of the well wishes. But some fans, and I'm sure you guys noticed, something was missing. I almost died when I was scrolling through my Instagram that morning. I'm a huge world watcher and I'm a major Prince Harry fan. I love my Prince Ginge. I was hoping that he would, you know, wait for me. I always I always was hoping that he would marry an American. Mm-hmm. One, you know, with redder hair, a little bit older and less famous. But anyway, imagine my surprise when I saw that Instagram from Kensington Royal that was just total shade trap. It was a photo <laughs> of Kate and William running a race, you know, a picture of a race they had done in the past, yeah. a throwback, if you will, with Harry running away from them. He was leading them in the race. But it was so clearly a message of like, Megan wasn't in the picture and they were kind of sending the message. 
you can run away from us, but we're right behind you. Sarah, what are your thoughts on all of their tweets? Um, I mean, it's weird. The royal family always does bizarre birthday tributes that have no information. And it's it's kind of like that girl in middle school who just like wants an excuse to post a picture of you, but is doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, but I, of course, I noticed Megan wasn't in there. And both Queen Elizabeth and William and Kate picked photos from 2017, which was like basically a pre-Megan era as far as the public. So yeah. I thought that that was interesting and definitely not a coincidence. And um, I wrote I wrote Harry a little toast if you um. want to hear it. Dearest Harry, you're 36 and still falling for Megan's alleged tricks. Another year older, but still have a chip on your shoulder. I hope you're during this trip around the sun, you make up with your family and don't miss out on all the royal fun. Oh my God, cheers, cheers, chin, chin, clink, clink. That was beautiful, Sarah. I really think you should send that to the palace or you know, to a Santa Barbara address. I think I will, I think I will, thank you. Gwen, do you have any words for Prince Harry or just to call you? You know, uh, yeah, call me Harry. I, I actually, you know, just want Prince Harry for his life to follow his heart. And I just want him to also think as he follows his heart. And we're just going to see where that goes. You know, follow your heart. You do you. But, you know, you might want to not alienate your family because your grandmother is a very special human. She's not going to live forever. I was thinking the same thing. Just like, call your parents. Just call home. Call your auntie. Call your granny. Someone who probably didn't call their granny this week, Chris Evans and his leaked alleged, it's not really alleged, it's a leaked dick pic. It's a leaked nude photo. So on Saturday, it seemed, it was so innocent, you guys. It really was. Chris Evans shared a screen recording of him and his friends, you know, just playing a game. And he was like, look, me and my friends playing this game on his Instagram story. But since it was a screen, screen record, he didn't realize that the clip at the end of the game his photo roll had popped up on the screen and on the grid where you can see all the pictures was a dick pic, presumably his own, and also uh, a meme of his own face. And the line said, guard that, and you know, the P word for the female genital area. But you know, this wasn't, you know, just like a, like a sad thing for him because all of his fans came to his defense, like a defense and flooded the hashtag on Twitter, photos of Chris with puppies so that only images of Chris and puppies would appear if you tried to search for his nudes. And then of course he said, now that I have your attention, like go vote in November and like really turned it around. I thought that that was so well played on his part. It was such, I just, I, I think it's so cute that the fans supported him with pictures of puppies. So wholesome. He was playing a game and that, you know, he just told everyone to vote. Did you search for this photo, Sarah Huron? Did you voyeur and try to find this nude? Travis, I can confirm I've seen the photo. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I've, I've always said Chris Evans was my favorite Chris and it's not like that changed. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I saw a really funny meme by these um, Japanese teenagers who took all of his pictures where there might be like an inline and gray sweatpants, if you know what I mean, and used protractors and like legitimate math equations to figure out if it actually was his and their evidence, which was actually really compelling. I'm not a mathematician, but it looks very legit seems to have confirmed it. See, these are the people we need like in space or in the White House, like these are, that, that's the future. I mean, it's Gen Z, we'll, we'll save the world. 
speaking of people who are in the White House or want to be in the White House, Kanye West is on a little bit of a tear today, guys. There's now been 44 tweets in an hour. They seem to have started with his record label. He was like, I'm releasing new music. He then released all the photos of his record contract, like legal record papers, which I think is like a super no-no. Again, non-entertainment lawyer. Lots of other random Kanye caps quotes. And then, you know, the highlight was, of course, him with a video of him peeing on his Grammy while it was in the toilet. And I just, I can confirm that he was hydrated at the time. I guess it's been a hot minute since we got a Kanye rant. So it's time, but I don't even know what he's trying to say here. He tried to drag Taylor Swift into it to get her support. And I was like, she would like to be excluded from this narrative when she's never asked to be a part of since 2009. She has made that very clear. Yes. Um, and you know, I'm not even usually a Swifty, but I mean, he needs to just let it go and not involve her. And I also saw one of his tweets was something about Kim being his lawyer. And I feel like Kim was probably texting him. I would like to be excluded from this narrative. <laughs> one I did ask to be a part of, but I'm trying to get out of. It was an extra crazy Kanye rant today. And I just, I, again, like you said, I was trying to follow it, you know, for this news podcast to explain it to the general public, but I'm, I'm really coming up short with what is even going on here. But you know, it's that he's treating out the con like these contracts. It's nice to see a presidential candidate, you know, with some transparency, just really just laying it all out there. Urine contracts, just all of it. In other Kardashian news, um, it was reported, of course, uh, Keeping Up the Kardashians is over. Sarah is still cleaning up her bucket of tears, not WAP bucket, bucket of tears from this. But it was reported that Chloe and Scott were the ones who wanted to stay on because they wanted the easy paychecks. Kylie Kendall and Kim, you know, obviously have their companies which make a lot of money, but Chloe's good American and Scott's talentless. I'm not saying Scott's talentless. That's his clothing line. Scott's talentless are not as lucrative. So they wanted to stay on the show. Keeping up the Kardashians fans, Sarah Huron, your thoughts on this whole new development? I mean, those are just facts that obviously Kylie and Kim <laughs> would have the most money. I think that Chloe always seemed pretty much like she was bleeding out for the show. And obviously Scott, it gives people like a softer side of him. So he always usually comes off looking pretty good too. So it does make sense that those two would want to keep the show going. Um, Chloe was doing like a Febreze ad today. And of course everyone was like, the show's been canceled for one day. Like, is she really like struggling already? Um, but you know, I'm, I'm still, still sad. waiting for one of those bedazzled Febreze things to be sent to us. I want one so bad. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Um, I'm still sad about it. I'm still hoping that there's something else in the works and that we're going to get like a Kardashian streaming service or something. You're going to die anyway. You understand that, right? Die with a good Snapchat going through. Sarah Huron, why don't you talk about Dancing with the Stars? Wow. Shady, Travis. These are some big names this year. Yeah. No, they are some big names this year. Some of them already have jobs. That's true. And it's very 2020 cast, as we have talked about on this show. Um, I have some few notes about the leaderboard and the performances. And then I'd love to hear if any of you guys watched. But um, first of all, I missed Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews. Um, Tyra was a little rusty. It was a little awkward. But she is that's Tyra, so I'm sure she'll be fine. But it wasn't quite the same. Also, because there was the fake cheering and like fake booing. And it was kind of honestly horrible like even worse than the one at like sporting events like then the judges were like pretending to be upset about the fake booze like it was just you're doing too much dancing with the stars like just stop queen chrishell reminded me a little bit of kim kardashian when she was on dancing with the stars which, which isn't great you know pretty upsetting she got a 13 out of 30 
So that's not what we like to see for, for Queen Chriselle. Carol Baskin was also absolutely horrible. She danced to Eye of the Tiger um, and got an 11 out of 30. As we know, the best part of this whole thing was her late husband's family aired a commercial searching for him and any information about his disappearance and presumed death, which is the most savage thing to do in the entire world. It is pretty hilarious. As far as the top of the leaderboard, Sky Jackson from Disney Channel was a star. Iconic <laughs> meme queen. I mean, when you're 18, I guess you have an advantage. And Justina um, from One Day at a Time, she was my like most surprising. She also got a 21 and I didn't expect her to be like an awesome dancer. She was really good. And Nev from Catfish was also like plot twist. Pretty good. <laughs> I can, well, wasn't he, I feel like he studied ballet in his youth. Did he? Yeah, I feel like he studied ballet in his youth a little bit. Gwen, I feel like you probably watched, if any of it, just Carol Baskin. I mean, I was dying to see if Carol Baskin was going to try to trip up her competitors by putting a little sardine oil on the dance floor. Nice. But I haven't, I haven't watched yet. However, I, I will. If Carol Baskin stays in, you know that I'm going to be a super fan. I'm sure she'll make it past week one just because of, you know, the clickbaitiness of it all. They saved her for last, of course. Um, she yep. was kind of awkward when Tyra was trying to interview her. I think she was kind of shell-shocked that um, all of this was really happening. And my only other note was that Nelly was pretty good, but he did a salsa to his song Ride With Me. And if he's already dancing to his own music, like, I don't know where we go from here with Nelly. So I don't see him going far, but it was enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, when the only spoiler alert and anyone listening who hasn't seen it, the Carol Baskin is full of lots of colors you sort of wish you didn't have to look at. There's plenty of wrongs, but this isn't about me. This is about the cats, and they were the real losers in Tiger King. All right, Gwen, you are, I can already tell, titillated this week because there was a gigantic reunion by some icons possibly the biggest icons in celebrity news of the last like five decades. Tell me and about really, it. Certainly my personal favorite iconic couple that was, and I just hope might be again at some point in history. Travis, <laughs> you know, these are tough times, tough times with the COVID pandemic, but my week was made when I saw that Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt reunited at a virtual reading for the remake of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Now, here's what was so amazing about it. Aniston looks exactly the same as the ingenue who Brad first fell in love with. Brad, well, he looked like Jeff Spicoli from the original Fast Times at Ridgemont High with some scruffy, amazing, long COVID hair. You know, there's been a lot in the news about Brad and his new gal pal. German mom, Nicole, I can't pronounce her last name gracefully, yeah. so I'm not going to. But suffice to say, I kind of think that the, that this proves that Brad's got his groove back. Well, and I love seeing- I want to know, did your, you know, you're a stan, you're a true stan for years. Did you see a spark in their eyes? Did you see something that led you to believe that there could be a reconciliation around the corner? Body I, language, anything? I saw the joviality of the okay. meeting. And listen, they are truly, we talked about this months ago when they made their reunion um, during award season. And I, I just, I really think that they have gotten to that place that exes get to where they truly have forgiven 
and can ha you know share that love for each other through a friendship that's never just going to be like an ordinary friendship but you can tell that like the love is is there with these two and and one can only hope that one day you know they might be eating tacos again together maybe they will be well there's some really interesting baby news for me this week because uh just the sheer amount of children that are stacking up in these celebrities uh jude law welcomed his uh six child with his wife felipe felipe his wife um on an interview with jimmy fallon on monday um jimmy asked what he was up to and he said he's been gardening and he said oh and on top of that i had a baby so there you go and this is jude law's sixth child and then the next day taylor hansen iconic youngest member mm, bob stan is had his seventh child i i I consider myself to have a general knowledge of Hanson, did not know that Taylor had seven kids. I mean, they got married when they were like 18. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been married for a really long time. They were just kids in love and now they have seven babies of their own or the seventh on the way. I mean, it's pretty crazy. I just, I, I just, I have more power to them, love a growing family, but I just can't imagine being with a loved one and being like, let's go from six to seven. <laughs> like seven sounds nice. I can't nice. imagine, I mean, quite honestly, I'm one of three and my friends who go from two to three, I'm like, you guys must have like full suits of armor in the house. Like, good luck to you. Well, I, I hit you with this lovely news, both of you, because the next news is really not going to be fun for any three of us who were fans of the show. Netflix's Cheer. Ah. I know. Jerry, Jerry, our Jerry was doing some Matt talking online in an inappropriate way. <laughs> some inappropriate Matt talk. Really inappropriate Matt talk. Um, the FBI is currently investigating allegations um, against Jerry. Multiple sources have confirmed because he was allegedly uh, DMing 14-year-old twin brothers. And the boys described a pattern of harassment both online and at cheer competitions when they were 13 and Harris was 19. They said it continued for more more than a year. They have like the screenshots to prove it. There were several messages explicitly requesting nude photos and one one of the twins like holding up his leg like stretching it all the way and Jerry says do it naked take a video and show me. Oh. Um, and the the twins are now saying that the interaction with Harris left them struggling with anxiety, loss of sleep, his grades. He was crying at school, and they're the like the twin boys are real messed up about this. Uh, it's it's really sad. Gwen, what do you think? I mean, you know how hard I stand for Jerry. Like, the hardest. Really, really, really dismaying to me. And, you know, listen, listen, pedophilia is just wrong. <laughs> However, you know, the cheer kids were very green and thrown into um, the spotlight really quickly. And, you know, it's... It's, it's, it's tough, but this is wrong. I mean, quite honestly, I think that preying on anyone online and asking for nudes is kind of a little creepy. And especially if 
if it was knowingly underage kids. So um, yeah, I think we can only hope that this sort of like stops uh, people who've like recently become celebrities from like using that new fame to exploit minors. Sarah, as a huge, huge cheer fan. I mean, I'm heartbroken. And uh, it's just been a rough, obviously this is horrible. And, you know, his team or lawyers have denied it. And I'm sure they're, I mean, the FBI is involved. This is like next level. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it's not the last we've heard of it. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Ladarius posted this like cryptic note um, that implied like that he was going to hurt himself. And then his like cheer mom got involved and they're like, he's safe. And I don't think we've heard anything since then. No. So I'm just like really sad that these kids who, you know, were, we at the beginning of 2020 were like our like our shining light that are not so much anymore. But I did have the privilege of talking to Coach Monica today about Dancing with the Stars, and she is still a gem and you know had a skip in her step from her performance. So at least we have Monica. And at least we have Monica. Well, let's talk about a sex scandal that we can get behind, Denise and Brandy. There are new alleged details provided by Brandy. I feel so much better talking about this one. My mood is just completely shifted. So Brandy gave some quotes to the Daily Mail yesterday, and she said, we went to dinner and Denise is sitting across from me the whole time. She's looking at my boobs. And then our agent left because it was getting late for him, but we stayed because we're having a great time and we were hitting it off. She continued, then Denise said to me, oh my God, does it seem like I've been looking at your boobs all night? And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Denise then allegedly told Brandy that she was considering having breast surgery and asked to see the work that Brandy had done. And then Brandy says, we went into the bathroom, I showed her my boobs, and right when I took my shirt down, she threw me against the wall and started making out with me. Brandy said she didn't mind the kissing, she likes making out. It's Denise Richards, she's a beautiful girl. She thought it was, there was a little bit of a titty sucking, she said, but it was sexy. And then she um, continued to talk about their text conversations that they had and then talked about their sexual encounter that we heard about when she uh, uh, Denise was doing Brandy's podcast. Um, Real Housewives stan Sarah Huron, what do you think about these new lesbian sex allegations that are very, very, very detailed? I mean, listen, I don't think any of us don't believe Brandy. We just yeah. don't really care because we wanted Denise to like, to find her way through this and to like be the badass she is. She kind of failed at that because she just kind of kept caught in a web of lies. Um, and we all, I feel like Real Housewives fans really gave Denise a grace period. Like, we know you're lying and we're gonna forgive you, but she just couldn't find her way out of it. I'm going to miss yeah. Denise on the show. I, I used to want Brandy back full time, but like, I, I don't know. It's a little much for me now. I also wish this went down on the reunion instead of on Daily Mail TV. Like I, the fact that we never got to see Brandy and Denise actually talk about this on camera uh, just frustrates me to no end. Yeah. The hate speech against my name, travesty, as I say, it really is one of those. <laughs> um, and what are you thinking about Brandy and Denise? I mean, I, I mean, I just kind of like love the whole story because they're, they're like two hot, crazy bitches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I could totally see it. And I, I would just have loved to have been a fly on the wall to see like, how that actually went down. What sort of drugs might have been involved, you know. But you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to be a fly on that wall because those two ladies do look good. Her last quotes to Daily Mail about this was that Brandy said, 
um, about Denise, of course. I felt like she wanted to hit it and quit it. She was very sexually aggressive. And once she got what she wanted, she didn't want anyone to know. And then, of course, Brandy said, I didn't think this was going to be like as huge as it is. It's literally everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I I'll mm -hmm. take more details if the Daily Mail wants to pay her for another interview because, you know, these are these are stories I really like. This is like a special waiting to happen. It is. But I think what Sarah said, that we all need some closure. We need a sit down with Denise just finally admitting what happened to Brandy. And I'm pretty sure that we'll get that maybe in like 10 years. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, when Brandy wasn't at the reunion, they were saying that it's because she was going to do a separate sit down with Andy because Denise was basically refusing to film with her. But instead, Brandy just got like a normal spot on Watch Weapons Live with another guest. So that's why she definitely went to Daily Mail, and I'm sure they paid her some large yeah. sum of money. Well, another contentious couple news. Sarah Huron, I know you know all about this. Colton versus Cassie has turned really, really messed up. Please give us the highlights of, just the highlights of the creepy things that Colton is doing to Cassie. I can give you the highlights. And if you want the full breakdown, of course, you know, to go to Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast here for the right reasons, where I read several text messages from this restraining order. Basically, Cassie filed a restraining order against Colton last week. And a few days later, she was granted said restraining order for the next month. He must stay 100 yards away from her and her workplace and family at all times because she has accused him of stalking and harassing her via text messages. Um, he accused her, she accused him of putting a tracking device in her car, which there's photos of this alleged tracking device in the restraining order. She has accused him of showing up at her house at all hours of the night and sort of hanging out outside. She has accused him of getting like fake burner phones and sending her anonymous text messages to mess with her. And then also accused him of sending the same kind of messages to himself to make it look like he's not this stalker harasser. You know, Colton's team has not really commented. They said it's a legal matter. They're supposed to be in court on October 6th. So this is far from over. It's just a really sad, messy situation. And I don't know. It's too much. It is. He's too pretty to have to be that crazy. You know, it shouldn't have to be this hard for him. I mean, uh, we, you know, all Bachelor fans now are saying, well, he was always more into her than she was into him. And, you know, he was the virgin and he was this or that. I, I don't know. I think I'm sure it, it, Cassie obviously didn't feel safe. So this, she took the precaution she needed, which she should. I think this might have just been like a lost, a lost former Bachelor who was dumped and just taking it really, really poorly. Oh, God. Well, there's another couple that had a really surprising split this week. Uh, queen and icon Cardi B and Offset. Mm -hmm. Cardi B has filed for divorce officially in Atlanta where they preside. And a source tells Us Weekly exclusively we can say that it, they were allegations of infidelity. The source told us that a lot of women had been coming to Cardi about DMing her, texting her, saying that they were talking to Offset, possibly even that they were, you know, having ongoing affairs with him. And that ever since the last cheating allegations, which, you know, caused her to end up in court for allegedly hiring people to go to a strip club and rough up these women, that, you know, she trusted him again, they got married, and now the allegations seem to have come again and Cardi has had enough. And the source also says that once it's in her face, Cardi is not one to turn a blind eye. So it looks like it's done. I can't, I, I, I really wow. wanted him to work and I wanted him to change, but Gwen, do you, what do you think? You look sad. I mean, I'm really sad. I'm really sad because, 
these two were so relatable. Like they had had some relationship issues, but they always worked through it and they were always working through it for yeah. culture. And, you know, Cordy's just had like such a summer with WAP and I don't know. It makes me sad. I always loved those two together. Also, they would give each other the most lavish gifts. I mean, me too, Gwen. Thank you for reminding me of that. I do miss the like anniversary Valentine's Christmas gift with like four Birkin bags and the Venus floor flowers, like 4,000 of them. It was better than Kardashian level gifting. And it was just nice to see that, you know, that type of luxury. One more rough, rough story before we get into a fun game. Kate Goss, Kate and John Gosling, guys, she's still saying that he is abusive. There are new Kate quotes where Kate is saying, of course, allegedly, if you are not caught up, John allegedly beat up his son, kicked him, pushed him while they were in the car, physically assaulted him. Child Protective Services is aware of the complaint but there's nothing official filed yet. But Kate is saying, I am done hiding and I will say this unequivocally, John is a violent and abusive person. Um, that's after saying after he beat his 16 year old uh, Colin, which Colin said in an Instagram post that Colin has since deleted. Do you guys think that, you know, what are your thoughts? It's hard to know what's going on, but with the family, what are your feelings on John and Colin and Kate? I mean, we'll never really know, I guess, but obviously you just want to, you know, hope that Colin, 16-year-old, is safe. The kid's been through a lot. And I I don't blame Kate for not, you know, wanting to look into this really seriously, as obviously John's side is denying it and saying that Colin has other issues and he acts out sometimes and that's what this is. Like, you can't, you can't mess around with it. It would be interesting to know. I'm sure we won't know, but like what Hannah, who is his sister, yeah. who lives with John too, where she stands with all of this and... You know, if she witnessed it, I think that would be interesting. This might probably play out in court. And as kind of fascinating as it is, it's kind of sad. So I, yeah. maybe maybe we don't need to know what happened. Maybe we don't. Well, let's take it. There's some chicky nuggy news this week, guys. Big chicky <laughs> nuggy news. Ooh. Travis Scott partnered with McDonald's. And if you go up to the drive-thru and say, Cactus Jack sent me, you get a quarter pounder with cheese and bacon, fries with barbecue dipping sauce, and a Sprite for $6. So in addition to the food, Travis Scott was also selling personalized Mickey D's themed merch on his website, including this $90 uh, three or four foot long chicken McNugget pillow. And which is now like sold out immediately. Obviously, who doesn't want a chicken nuggy pillow from Travis Scott? And now it's being sold online. Last time I checked, it was over five hundred dollars for these three foot like cotton chicken McNugget pillows. And he went to a McDonald's and all of his fans found out, like mobbed it. They had to shut it down. But he didn't post about the event. He like, he just went there to sort of do like a surprise Travis Scott's here. But Travis Scott fans are sort of like One Direction fans used to be back in the day that they'll like follow all of his like bodyguards and like get the hotel info and all those things. Sarah, you were in the game, you know how that goes. So the Travis Scott fans like found out which McDonald's he was gonna be at and like flooded it. So I really don't put the blame on Travis, but I'm just glad that there are chicken nuggets, you know, pillows going for $500 on eBay. Say Cactus Jack sent you. Well, do you guys know what it's time for? Oh my God, my favorite time. (laughs) That is right. And don't worry, I picked better celebrities this week. It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. 
So the first two people we have in the ring, I'm going to give to Gwen Flamberg, Miss Molly Shannon, and Miss Amy Poehler both have birthdays today. I mean, I'm so sorry, because I know that this is just round one. They would just spar verbally, knock each other out. That would be it. Game over for this round. Oh, my God. All right. Well, in round two, uh, Sarah Huron, do you know who Jennifer Tilly is? Just barely. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have Jennifer Tilly, who turns 62 today, and uh, rapper Flo Rida, who turns 41. Wow. I thought you said you had better celebrities this week, Travis. <laughs> um, let's give it to Flo Rida. You spin my head right round, right round. <gasps> okay. Okay. Well, uh, I've just, I've just heard, yep, yep. It's just coming in. Amy Poehler has actually woken up for her knockout KO. Gwen, so I'm now gonna... she's going to take on uh, Florida rapper Flo Rida in the ring. Who's going to win? Listen, Flo Rida is super hot. I remember when he came to our offices at Us Weekly years ago, he came in my office. We totally had a thing. He's got huge muscles. Yes. But Amy Poehler will just dance around him, screaming jokes. He won't be able to take it. He'll start laughing hysterically. She'll punch him right in the face, and it's a total knockout. Ding, ding, ding. It's over. Well, that is all the celebrity news we have for you. Guys, if you want more, less from us, if you find Jessica Simpson's really unflattering photo, please don't share it, but send it privately to us. We don't want to shame her, but we do want to take a look. Sarah Huron deserves this closure in her life. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your mom, your dad, people in retirement villages who want to learn about what the kids are talking about these days in celebrity culture. And we'll be here next week with more celebrity news and gossip. Bye, guys. Bye.